0: Okay, so we are continuing our study, getting close to the end, one more installment. We're going to continue our study on the prison of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and our entry this morning will be sanctification, okay? Now, what you'll notice about this, uh, you see what's left. If you just typed in sanctification, Okay, these are the five verses, so if you wanted to record those, take a picture of it, you could. But if you put in the word sanct- sanctify, and actually, just even a, a different, if you just leave the Y off and just put sanctif, and then it's like 125 <laughs> entries. And so it's it's robust. I mean, there's plenty that you can look at, and that will capture sanctify sanctified um, sanctify it, sanctification you'll get all of that okay and so i definitely would would say you should you should uh, you should do that it'd be a great study let's start with the first mention though and that's going to be in genesis 2 3 and it says and god blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that he had rested from all his work which god created and made and so right now right out the gate the very first thing that we say, we see that gets sanctified at all
1: is the Sabbath and it's
0: interesting it's tied to the fact that there was work that had happened and now the Lord is saying okay now it's time for rest I love that and there's just some other things that we're not going to obviously look at all of these, but I just want to kind of get, before we get into our message, just some of these other notable occurrences, things that you will kind of notice. In Exodus 13, 2, and the Lord spake unto Moses saying, sanctify unto me all the firstborn, whatsoever openeth the womb among the children of Israel, both of man and of beast, it is mine. Wow, okay, there's some things that we could take away from that. And just ultimately this, this possessive, nature that the lord has that it's mine you would think about this is his day of rest and now that he's saying of the womb the firstborn is mine okay all right well let's just see what else is saying exodus nineteen twenty one. the lord said to moses go down charge the people lest they break through unto the lord to gaze and many of them perish let the priests also which come near to the lord sanctify themselves lest the lord break forth upon them now this is kind of a, a different variation And if you actually put in uh, sanctify themselves, you will find five other entries with that. Now, again, I'm just telling you this just so you'll do the work on your own and look it up. It's good to do that. But now you see something that's kind of interesting. And both of these groups that are mentioned have a unique service to the Lord. But the distinguishing characteristic that's mentioned in that verse is a heart position. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I I got ahead of myself. That's in second Chronicles. Sorry. (laughs) I'm I'm looking at my notes here. Um, And so just hang on for that. Now we're going to go to that second Chronicles. since I mentioned it 2934, but the priests were too few so that they could not flay all the burnt offerings. There was a great number of burnt offerings that had taken place there and they didn't have enough uh, priests to do this. It says, wherefore the brethren, the Levites did help them. So the work was ended and, unt- and until the other priests had sanctified themselves for the Levites were more upright in heart to sanctify themselves than the priest. Very interesting. Right. And so I just wanted you to see in those occurrences. Now you're seeing something where it's saying that like you have the ability to sanctify yourself. Right. So obviously when we would think of sanctification, we would think that this is a work of the Lord and it absolutely is. We're going to see that in the New Testament, especially as it relates to sanctification, right? But there is a position of two kind of thoughts there where you have sanctified that you can do it and that God is capable of doing it. So I think as we're looking through this, we're going to find the clarification uh, for that. But I just wanted to at least have it in your head so that when we go back over the sermon itself, you'll be like, oh, I see now how these two get used in, in, the, in our Bible. Okay. And then if we go on, Exodus 28:40, and for Aaron's sons, thou shalt make coats, and thou shalt make them girdles, and bonnets shalt thou make for them for glory and for beauty. And thou shalt put them upon Aaron, thy brother, and his sons with him, and shalt anoint them and consecrate them and sanctify them that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. Again, we're kind of getting back to this idea. And even with those priests that sanctify themselves, it's for this work that the Lord has called them to do, right? Like the Lord is still wanting some return on that investment. (laughs) And so you're kind of just seeing that uh, as we go through here. If If you took the time to study in Exodus 30, 26 through 30, you would see the tabernacle, the ark, the table, all of the vessels, the altars of incense and a burnt offering. Whatsoever touches them shall be holy. All of those things are also sanctified. So now you're seeing just structurally what the Lord is doing at, for Israel. And think about this. This is important for you to always keep in mind when you're looking Old Testament is that establishment of a physical kingdom. So there is something physically that the Lord is portraying here that essentially will be resolved at at the cross, right? But now at least you understand that the Lord is like, "Hey, your your hands aren't fit for this. The instruments that you would create aren't fit for the work that I want to be done right and so you're just getting a picture in your mind at least in terms of the importance to God of things being sanctified even where he is like the mountain he was and where he was meeting with Moses you couldn't just walk up there like he felt like it you couldn't normally but not if the Lord was there that was a holy ground to be on right and so again this is this is an important word an important topic and one more Exodus 31, 13, the children of Israel, they are commanded to keep the Sabbath because it is assigned to them in future generations that you may know that I am the Lord that doth sanctify you. I love that. I love it. Again, I love it when the Lord takes ownership of us. (laughs) I love when he takes ownership of his goodness. Why? Because it just, it eliminates me from having to have a lot of responsibility in that regard. Like I can't do it. He knows that. So he sets the foundation of that. See, all of this tells us that God defines who, what, and how sanctification takes place. That's the thing that you ultimately have to come up with. If you're going to do this in a biblical way that will be approved by God, it has to be God's way. Right? Okay. So now let's get our definition. Sanctification, then, is the process Because it is a process in order to
1: make something holy. The process in order to make something holy. The Lord will define what that will be. But you have to understand, it is a process.
0: Now, if we just look at our Strong's Concordance, we'll see that some other very key words tied to that. Probably, you know, just some sanctification itself. Purification, the state purity concretely by Hebraism, a purifier, holiness, sanctification, also from this root word from G37, to make holy. In other words, like if, if we're talking ceremonial, ceremonially, we would see that obviously in terms of uh, even when you're going back and looking at those instruments that God used, that those things were a part of the ceremony of, you know, their day-to-day uh, living. Or consecrate set apart mentally to venerate hallow be holy sanctify it's interesting you know sometimes and I think um, Sam has mentioned that maybe it's Webster was a believer one of those guys the dictionary guys and so I think it's kind of interesting that this kind of follows along with that I just wanted you to see the two you know definitions here And Merriam-Webster, to set apart, to a sacred purpose or to religious use, to consecrate, to be uh, uh, free from sin, to purify, to impart or impute sacredness, uh, inviolability, or respect to, give moral or social sanction, to make productive or holiness or piety. I like that, make productive. That's absolutely true. (laughs) We wouldn't be productive without it. Right. Okay, so... So that's all of those things, and now let's get to the things for us, and here's our first study point, point. and what we're looking for is sanctification was planned from the beginning. This is the thing that I want you to grasp in your head. Sanctification was planned from the beginning. 2 Thessalonians 2, 13 through 15 says this, but we are bound to give thanks all the way to God for you, brethren beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth, whereinto he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you have been taught, whether by word or our epistle. So I want you to take note. It says beloved of the Lord. So now in terms of who it is that we're talking to, we're talking about those that are beloved of the Lord. God from the beginning has chosen mankind as salvation. Salvation through sanctification of the spirit and belief of the truth. God has called us to the gospel so that we could obtain the glory of the Lord. And then you see that we are instructed to stand fast and hold those traditions. The Lord is not saying that this was some cavalier concept or thought or idea that showed up. Man, when the gospel came, this is the thing that's supposed to impact the rest of your life, and that you live your life under that. So that's going to lead us to our first key point then. It is God's will for us to be saved and
1: reveal his glory.
0: It is absolutely God's will for all men to be saved. And then to reflect that glory back to the world, the lost and dying world that's around us. So you need to understand something about your life. This is why the entirety of your life has an audience.
1: You have an audience. Somebody is watching.
0: Man, I can think about, you know. There are times when Serena and I have high school friends that, you know, obviously they intersect with our lives and they've watched us grow. And, you know, even just some of them, whether they're beauticians or whatever, and we kind of interact in those ways, but they've watched this transformation. Man, I was not the same person (laughs) that's the boy. Mm, Praise the Lord. (laughs) A nightmare. And now, Man, that decision that got made in 94 produced this, and I'm, I'm grieving the spirit here, and uh, I need to make some changes. 97, I need to go to KCBT, get discipled, and it's like, like my eyes just got opened up in a major way. And, and the thing, the whole thing that, you know, not until like later years of just study is just seeing how much the Lord wanted that for me, way before my parents were born
1: you know what I'm saying like that's before their parents were born
0: this is God's heart I hope you notice in there because for sure I tried to make sure to enunciate a little bit more but when we were looking through that second Thessalonians 2 13 through 15 is that from the beginning he's chosen you to salvation he chose you he called you He wants you to obtain the glory of the Lord Jesus. And so listen, this obviously is a a moment here for the gospel. Man, do you believe on the name of Jesus Christ? Do you believe that he's the son of God? That he lived this perfect, sinless, spotless life? That the, the charges that were brought up against him were false? He was killed. He was buried. And he rose again. And he's now alive. We don't serve some dead God. He's an alive God. And the only thing for requirement that he asks of you is that, man, confess your sins before him. You have to realize that you are a sinner separated. You have to realize that. If there's no realization of that, then, you, then essentially all of this is just like this head knowledge. He is the Savior. And he's the only one that can do this. And from the beginning, before any of, any of your family was here, that was his heart. To have you, to make you sons
1: and daughters. And then after, what does it mean to obtain the glory? Because the thing
0: is, is that it's not just fire insurance. If you believe on the name of Jesus Christ this morning and you say, okay, man, I believe all of those things. I I realize I'm a sinner. I'm gonna pray and ask the Lord to come into my life. I'm gonna confess my sin before him and ask for forgiveness. Man, surely he will grant you salvation. But it doesn't stop there. A lot of times for people, it just stops
1: there. There's more to it. You
0: notice that in that passage that we read, He said where until he called you by our gospel to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. And then it says, therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you have been taught. So what are you learning in this place? Do you believe that the spirit of God is here? If that's that's true in your mind, then there are things that you're being taught that the Lord has an expectation for you to live out. And so what it means to obtain the glory, the Psalm 1611 says, the fullness of joy and pleasures forevermore that will show me the path of life in thy presence is fullness of joy at thy right hand. There are pleasures forevermore believer. Have you experienced that joy? That the kind of joy that when you are in the midst of something you, you you, it's like you're in a tailspin and you don't know up or down. You're just like, I don't, you don't know what day it is. You, you're not really sure the time you just, because your, your thoughts are just like, you're right in the middle of that difficult situation. It's scary. It's, it feels like waves crashing over you. And you're just like, I, I don't know what to do. Guys, I'm, this is not preacher speak that there can be a joy that can be had because you have Jesus Christ. That simply says, no matter this circumstance, I am not undone. See, listen, it's time if it hasn't been already. And for those of you that are doing it continue, use the word, the spirit and the church as guides for living. Be in the world, not of the world. Place a high value on time centered around the word of God. This is why we constantly mention to you being a part of one of our Bible studies. It's not just so I can hear myself say it. You need it. You gotta be here. When you don't put a high value on those things, guess what? Circumstances are very loud. They're very loud.
1: And you need something To quiet that noise, to hear truth. So then you'll know what to do. Sometimes my prayer is simply this Lord, what do I do next? I just wanna know what's next. Work in this life like God is reward for you waiting in heaven, because He does.
0: Matthew 25, 21 says, his Lord said unto him, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. There it is again, joy.
1: It is absolutely
0: my heart for you that you'd have the joy of the Lord. Man, I know we got some difficult situations going on in this class, and we're praying about them. You know that, which is why your attendance here is, is paramount. We need the praise. We need reports back of, of situations that we've asked the Lord for and, and then the Lord resolved it somehow and, and then we can give praise to it. You need to see that connection. We pray, you haven't, well, need comes up. We pray, the Lord comes through.
1: That's, that's how it works. That should invoke in us this joy because listen, without him, would you have resolution? No. You, there would be no comfort. You have this because you have Christ.
0: I, man, and then a little bit, it's, I don't, I, I don't know, it's like a disconnect a little bit. It's kind of like an expectation. So then what happens is, it's like when it don't work out the way you want, then you you have a weird feeling about the Lord, not like, Oh, well, that's not what the Lord wanted from me. So that must, okay, this is good. Thank you. You just saved me from myself. Listen, if we grasp this concept, it will make things of this life less appealing. Just the different distractions that get you away and get you, I want want what the Lord has for me. I want the things that he wants to tell me and show me. I want to be led by him. Much like a child that just raises his hand. I love that too, by the way. You know, being Uncle Dale a lot of times and like, you gotta walk across the street. I like that. Parents, I I envy that in you. You get to hold their little hands, you know? Like, hey, come with me. And I like, especially when they just lift it, you know? They're like, hey, (laughs) it's great. Don't you like to see? You didn't know to appreciate that. Now you should. But very much the same, you know, even if when you guys reach out to me or Pastor James, we love that. It's not because it's like any honor for us. But the thing is, is like you're coming to a place where the Lord is going to give you help. And we love I love that. Our next. Field of study here, the sanctification separates us unto God. So you, so you saw that you are chosen, he called you, and he's wanting you to obtain this glory of the Lord. But now you need to understand something else, is that sanctification separates us unto God. And in 1 Corinthians 1, 26 through 31, it says this, for you see your calling, brethren, there it is again, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of the world, and things which are despised, hath God chosen. Man, what a list! Yea, and and things which are not to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in His presence. But of Him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That according as it is written, He that glorieth. Let him glory in the Lord. So listen, if you ever were a person that kind of struggles with uh, insecurity, um, this right here should help you to get out of that toxic way of seeing yourself. So there is insecurity and then there's humility. It's good for you to be aware of what you can and cannot do, but insecurity runs deeply into a place of self-hatred. And a lot of times it can end up in uh, underachieving. That's not God's heart for you. So then what happens in ministry, you get saved because you realize that wasn't a problem for the Bible to point out your sin. You were like, absolutely, that's me. But the problem now is you don't live according to scripture because all you ever see yourself is,
1: well, I'm awful. And that's not God's heart for you. Now, the
0: point is this, we, un- we have to understand some. The chosen are not special. Rather, they are unwise, weak, lowly, foolish, base, despised. Why? Well, it's a reason to that, that no flesh should glory in his presence. See, the thing is, the Lord loves that it's about him. And he loves using you and propped you up in ways in your life, and your family, and at jobs, and whatever. Why? Just so you will give glory. What happens a lot of times, I know, you know, it, you know, sometimes around uh, tax time, I, I just, some, I have an appreciation. I'm like, I can't, what, how did this happen? <laughs> like, uh, I'm just like, I'm an idiot. How did this, how did this happen? <laughs> Praise the Lord, you know? And it's just amazing that where I come from and look and I, but I can't stay there too long, right? I can't just Dwell on that. Well, man, I'm, you know, I'm this and just constantly destroy yourself. Man, you just look and you go, wow, God was faithful. Man, I can't believe I have this job. I, I didn't know. I, how am I doing this?
1: No flesh or glory in his presence.
0: Man, it works out to glory for God. We are in Christ. God accepts because Christ is greater than us. That's why the acceptance happens for us. So now we're in Christ. So just think about it. That protection that Christ has, he just said, hey, stand behind me. I got you. Jesus has been made our sanctification without him. It's impossible to be sanctified. Impossible. This is why he's here. You can't do this on your own. This is not something that you can earn God's favor in that way. And I know, listen, again, we say this a lot. So it's one of those things that's just kind of like in the fabric of your mind but there are still times that you will try to impress him and you end up making a mess.
1: Just just be thankful that he's even using you. Man, just that
0: alone is humbling that he would even take the time to use you. God means to make us useful for his glory's sake. You should take that away from there. It's an honest list of who we are. And so
1: this is our next key point. Listen to me. Listen to me. Please get this down. Your past
0: has no bearing on who you will be in Christ. Your past has no bearing on who you will be in Christ. Jesus erases our history in order to make our life his story. That's the thing I love about it. He just like with a big arm, just whoosh, swipe clean. And then, of course, this is what I do, right? It's like he wipes it clean, and then you go, Well, Lord, t- Wednesday was rough. Uh, Thursday. <laughs> Again, swipe. Son, I got you. Colossians 3.1, if you be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye appear with him in glory. Man, isn't that beautiful? I love that. There's so many promises in that. You know, now, y'all, I'm surprised y'all didn't say anything. There's a lot of Shao's in there,
1: right? Y'all know me and Shao. So
0: here's the practical wisdom for this. You have to change what you focus on, okay? You have to change what you focus on. Stop engaging in thinking and
1: actions that force you into the past.
0: You know, that, that's a hard thing to do. But there are some people... There are some uh, that need to be cut out, <laughs> cut off, because they just drag you into the, uh, the mud and you know it. You see that phone come up on the caller ID, you're like, oh, man, I shouldn't, but then you do. And then, and, you know, next thing
1: you know, you're like, why did I? You know, one way to get people off is start inviting them to church.
0: Nothing gets people to stop talking to you like an invitation to church. (laughs) You just, hey, uh, you want to go to church? No, I do not. Thanks. Our relationship is over. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't have to be mean about it. Just just
1: invite them. (laughs) Invite them to Bible study.
0: Boy, (laughs) so true, unfortunately. Trying harder to not sin will cause more frustration and then exhaustion. Okay? Remember, you got to change your focus. If the focus is, is I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, you're going to do it. I mean, that's just how that works. See, sometimes, listen, sometimes just showing up here is safety enough for you to not engage in foolish activity you got a chance on Sunday or Bible study, whether that's Monday or Sunday night or whenever it is. And then Tuesday night, I mean, we, okay, we're going to take some days off of, of foolish activity. And the more that you just say, okay, I want to be in, I'm, I'm there because this is safe. It's like home plate. Man, praise the Lord. Come. Focus on being faithful in small ways until it gets easier, then take opportunities to grow as they come. And so think about it. You know, there are things that, that you can do. So Pastor James had mentioned, uh, ACR, there's, there's need. It, man, fill those, fill those spots. Now, I'm not saying that you got to do everything, okay? Be wise. But if there's something on there that kind of hit your ear, right? Or guys, you know, sometimes just moving boxes is mindless work or moving kid time, whatever man, come and do that because you're going to engage with some other brothers and make friends and then there's another opportunity the Lord is going to rescue you from foolish thinking and foolish friendships and all of that. Man, sign up. This is, in this, and this. we want to, I, I would say all the pastors and, and, then, and then me, <laughs> all the pastors and then myself, we, we don't want this to be like, Taya does everything because it's a lot of them. No. Man, wasn't it good when we blessed them by serving
1: them for lunch? That was awesome. That was a great time. And so, man, get in there. Get your hands dirty. Get some gloves on. There's work to be done out there. And we need you. We need you. We need your help.
0: The more you know, this is on the side of FBI, or actually, let me just back up. COD, discipleship. LFBI, listen, the more you know, the more opportunity becomes available. And now I was just saying to Rosie, and, and I've kind of said to Pastor James, uh, i Santa saying it Serene, LFBI saved my bacon for this funeral. It gave me the foundation. If I hadn't, oh, my God, it would have been a disaster. But I had something to go off. I had some way to respectfully and what's the heart of this. And, and even as we outlined it, all of that came from LFBI. And man, the Lord said, okay, buddy, uh, I'm going to use you.
1: So keep learning. Put, your spot, put yourself in positions to learn. The next thing, next areas, sanctification involves instruction. So I, you see, I just
0: set myself up for that. <laughs> See, you have such a good guy that he knows you can't do it. So he's like, well, I'm going to send my son down here. Take care of some business because, well, that's going to be awful if you try to do that. We have history where that didn't work. <laughs> right. And so my son will take care of that. Now this whole process is in place. Now you have God's spirit if you trust it on the name of Jesus Christ. And so there's instruction. You say, well, Dale, are you sure? Well, let's see. We didn't find out. 1 Thessalonians 4, 1 through 8. Furthermore, then we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as you have received of us. What did we receive? Okay. Gospel. Received of us how ye ought to walk and to please God, so you would abound more and more for you know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus, for this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor, not in the lust of concupiscence, even as the Gentiles, which knew not God, that no man go beyond and defraud his brother in any matter. Why? Well, because that the Lord is the avenger of all such. As we also have forewarned you and testified for God hath not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. He therefore that despiseth despiseth not man. And man, don't miss this. You despise God, who hath also given unto us his Holy Spirit. And so listen, just so you know, because I know some of you like possess his vessel. <laughs> okay. possess here is like your true life, your eternal life. Okay. And so there is something that the Lord is saying like, hey. There's this coming time where reward is coming. You will spend an eternity with me and I want you to have reward. Yes, I've gone to prepare a place for you and all of that. But man, I also have a trunk of gifts. I'd imagine it would be like, what's that? Let's make a deal. What do you, door number one. <laughs> and you're trying to avoid the zonk on earth. <laughs> okay, don't get the zonk. Where you're like, oh man, you got a fuzzy bottle of water. So here you go. <laughs> Now, like we always say, and it's true, whatever reward that's not coming, man, it's still good. You're in heaven. (laughs) So I'd like to be no no reward in heaven, then fully rewarded in hell. Okay. So that's absolutely going to be a truth here. But listen, because of these commandments, what did you notice? Something. He's saying, man, we gave you something, there are commandments. We forewarned you, we testified, and you received of us. Okay, key point, number three. There is no ceiling to how God might use you then.
1: No ceiling. The Lord is just
0: giving you. He's like, hey, listen, get in your word, study it out. Get with people who know more than you in the word. Let them teach you. That's why discipleship is there. And then all you're doing now is just like looking for, okay, Lord, how are you gonna use me?
1: Instead of the spiritual parrying that we like to do where we judo the Lord, like opportunity, no. Be faithful, uh -uh.
0: (laughs) study word, no. I did one more, just sorry. See, this is why a baboon. The, the,
1: gets to do this it's unreal there's no ceiling and listen listen to me you
0: can't slow down or even halt your own promotion the lord has plans for you there's things that he wants you to do but according to your faith be it unto you and so when you don't move forward in faith he doesn't either See, the Lord's not going to just force you into anything. You're going to end up there because you were like faithfully just attending. You see what God is doing. You're like, Lord, would you use me? He's like, absolutely. (laughs) Let's go. So listen, you need to understand the boundaries of safety and you want to be in God's will. And so there is safety in God's will. And so there's just a couple little things here I want to leave with you. It's God's will that we give thanks in everything. 1 Thessalonians 5.18. It's God's will to appoint leaders over us for our benefit. 2 Timothy 1.1. It is God's will that we have patience and anticipate the rewards of being right with God in eternity. Hebrews 10.36. It's God's will that we silence foolish men by doing well. 1 Peter 2.15. It's God's will that we no longer live in the flesh. 1 Peter 4.2. It's God's will that we suffer in the face of well-doing because it shows who you are committed to that is absolutely necessary. 1 Peter
1: 4:19. And that's just some of them. That's not the exhaustive list. And so listen, that leads me to our next area. Sanctification requires obedience. It requires obedience.
0: First Peter 1, 1 through 1 and 2, it says, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, uh, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, Bithynia, uh, elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit unto obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace unto you and peace be multiplied.
1: So here's your next key point. Your, uh, your salvation is secure, but your reward is conditional.
0: This is why I'm saying, children, listen, obey. It's the same thing that you try to do, man. You got good plans made up. And I've even said that times with babysitting. And it's like, hey, listen, we're going to go. We're going to watch this movie. I remember I told my little brother and sister that. I said, hey, we're going to go to the movie. And if y'all fight, wrestle, talk too loud, we are leaving. I am not playing with you. My sister could not have been better. My little brother, boy, he liked to push the boundaries, but my little sister, she was like a robot. I was like, hey, enjoy yourself. I don't want you to be like, <laughs> but I set it up so strict. She was like, okay. <laughs> and one time, like the little brother, he reached across the, some that's stop Ronnie, we're gonna get in trouble. We're not gonna go to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord, that's right. <laughs>
1: and so listen man that obedience it's like a door it just opens all kinds of things up when you obey but here get this nobody is going to get all the reward coming to them but fight to get as much as you can
0: First Corinthians 3, through 15. For other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Now, if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest for the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by fire and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward you know I love it. That's a promise.
1: Man, he shall receive a reward. If any, if any man's work shall be burned, though, he shall suffer loss. But he himself shall be saved, yet so is by fire.
0: And so I, I don't have time to do it, but get this down. 2 Timothy 2, 14 through 24. There are some practical ways that you can just In a a small way, start obeying. First thing is, is don't fight over words, man. Like sometimes you can just be so uh, set and rage just by words. It's just words. Nobody slapped your face. Nobody took nothing from you, but you are furious. Man, listen, let it go. It's words. Study the word. And you have to get in your word. You have to see what it is, these, prom- these precious promises that God has for you. He wants you to know these things because he knows that essentially the enemy is trying to remove those things. Learn to rightly divide the word. Watch your mouth. Man, there's just sometimes like you got Christian speak at church and then as soon as you hit the door, it's sailor speak.
1: Come on, man. That's not what we
0: do in this family that now you are a part of. Flee childish lusts. You have to, one, qualify them. What are the childish lusts that, that I may be pursuing? I got to be somebody. I got to have this thing.
1: Man, sometimes just say no. You're all
0: right. You're good where you're at. That's what God puts you there. Just say thank you. Start there. Instead of always, you know, we get to a new spot, start looking around and go, yeah, that's nice. What's in there? The Lord's like, are you serious?
1: But that's how we treat him. Follow
0: righteousness, faith, love, peace, and the people that do the same. Man, sometimes I know, listen, cor- we are corny. Christians are corny. Our little jokes are corny. We dress corny, you know, because the ladies are trying to be modest. I mean, we still, I mean, it, man, praise the Lord for that. We don't want a den of harlots and gamblers just running the joint like,
1: <laughs> come on, man.
0: Follow the people, follow the corny. You just get in your head, the corniest person you think of at church, you say, you know what, I need to have coffee with that individual because they've been here faithfully and they got fruit. There's people they have shared the gospel with. There's people they've invited and they actually come instead of going, no no thanks i'm good man that's i don't i can't i cannot tell you just for the sake of names of men i just see what they're doing and i go i'm gonna follow that i don't think without doing that i wouldn't be in this
1: platform that i'm in another thing
0: avoid questions that put god's word in a negative light you know what you're doing sometimes with those questions. You know, you're questioning something of the Lord. Well, I'm not sure. It's interesting to me. We, there's something that gets said in all the pulpits here is that uh, like, don't question the thing that the, the Lord told you in the light when the darkness comes. It's like you knew what way to obey. And then all of a sudden you get in a situation like, I'm not really sure what I should do. For example, I'm not saying anybody in here, but for example, this happens with our lady sometimes and they get shacked up with some fool. None of us guys know who this guy is. Okay, the relationship is already in secret. And then, now you move in together. And you're like, I'm not sure, why are things going so poorly? I don't understand. Um, Excuse me, how about this relationship of this bonehead you just put yourself under? You were in safety when you were under the leadership of pastors and leaders in this place. And now you remove yourself from that. So now this clown is running the show and it's awful. I don't know what to do. Will you counsel us? Yeah. All the guys are thinking, I'm going to be a sheepdog right now. Get this fool out of here. Move out. We say move out and you go, no, I ain't doing that. Okay, well, guess what?
1: Under foolish rule, you will be. I'm just telling you now. Sorry to be on your head like that, but...
0: Last couple things. Stop looking for ways to be contrary. Man, just... It doesn't... Everything that is said in this place does not need your feedback. Okay? So... Just obey
1: and be quiet. And go do it.
0: (laughs) I just... Man, I, you know, I'm an arguer. I want to do that. I want to fight for my, but sometimes it's just better. Just be quiet. You say, okay. Because you know what happens? If that person is wrong, the Lord will sort that out. And if I'm wrong, my humility and quietness, the Lord will sort me out. See, but if I try to avenge myself, I'm just going to, I'm sowing discord. Wise husbands, parents,
1: Come on. Last thing here. Be gentle, teachable, patient. Be gentle. It's okay. It's okay to be nice.
0: Watch your face. Why is your resting face so bad? You walked in the room, you just start smelling the worst of whatever is in the room. Like, man, get your face right. I, I want to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with you. Again, no thank you, and don't invite me, because I'm not coming. <laughs> I just set it up already.
1: So listen, let's end on a high note, man.
0: First Peter 1, 3 through 8. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, which according to his abundant mercy hath begotten us again unto a lively hope. How? By the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible y'all and undefiled and that fadeth not away reserved in heaven for you who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation ready to be revealed in the last time wherein ye greatly rejoice. Listen, listen, but here it is. Though now foreseeing that need be year in heaviness through manifold temptations. So despite all that goodness that's waiting for you right now, you in, in the middle of it. That the trial of your faith, verse 7, being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Whom having not seen, ye love, and whom though now ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls.
1: See, listen, you got the salvation now. And it's like, it's getting,
0: it's just going to get better. Like this, I'm already rescued (laughs) from death and hell. And the Lord is like, but wait, there's more. It's like one of them infomercials. And you don't have to pay. And it doesn't end in
1: 99. (laughs) Man, it's, it's just goodness waiting for you. And you can experience some of that now by God using you now.
0: And so listen, here's the conclusion, very simple. And my, even my invitation to you, God chose you, called you and desperately wants for you to show his glory to the world. And my question to you is this, will you do it?
1: Will you do it? What ways can you be faithful right now just to start that process? Let's pray.
0: Heavenly Father, Lord, thank you for today. And Lord, just thank you for what you have done for us, those of us that are saved in this place. Lord, there's no way that we could be right with you. And yet Jesus Christ made it all good. And our belief in him, Lord, is is like the beginning of all of this newness of life. And so Father, uh, we're just desperate to see that realized in our lives. Lord, would you just constantly um, get us in a place where we are hearing your truth, and then we have opportunity to obey it. And then would you just just give us opportunity to follow through, that we wouldn't just be emotional from these kind of times, but that we would we would understand, this requires our devotion. And so Father, ah, and our we are, we get distracted so easily. Would you just keep calling out to us, just like you always done, and we know you always will. Lord, don't let us. Um, lack anything at the judgment seat of christ stay on us stay with us lord and uh lord, we just we can't wait to see you so be with us as we consider your word today in jesus name we pray amen